With 2,000 plus attendees, 25 plus robots, and 60 plus exhibitors, FIRA USA is the best place in the world for meeting agricultural and ag robotics leaders and seeing the latest technology demonstrations. This unique three-day event is being held in Salinas, California, September 19th to the 21st, 2023. Check out their new website at fira-usa.com. That's fira, F-I-R-A hyphen U-S-A dot com. Get registered today. Hi, and welcome to North American Egg Spotlight. I'm Chrissy Wozniak. My guest today is the Sustainable Agriculture Field Manager at Bayer. She leads a team of agronomists who help farmers adopt or expand their regenerative agriculture practices. And prior to Bayer, she was the agronomy lead for a drone-based technology startup, Acre Technologies. She holds a PhD in agronomy, a master's of science in horticultural sciences, and a bachelor of science in natural resources and environmental management. Today, we're going to be talking about Foreground by Bayer, a farmer-first digital platform that's transforming the way that farms make the transition to sustainable agriculture practices. From St. Louis, Missouri, I'd like to welcome Alyssa Cho. Welcome, Alyssa, and thank you so much for your time today. Oh, thank you for having me. So let's start out uh, by telling me a bit about yourself, your history, and how you got into this line of work. So I did not grow up on a farm, but I got very interested in agriculture when I was a student studying natural resources and environmental management. And I was a research assistant for a faculty member who was a weed scientist. And first of all, I didn't know that weed science was its own type of science. Um, And I got really fascinated by how innovative you can be in research. And particularly, he was working in sustainable agriculture, specifically sustainable weed management. So how do we use um, different integrated weed management strategies? Uh, That got me really interested in weed management. And I went on to uh, continue that body of work for my master's study. Uh, And then after that, I went on to get my PhD. And so all throughout, I was just very interested in cropping systems, really looking at how do we bring in sustainability and, and look at uh, our production systems with more of a long-term lens and not just on an annual um, crop production cycle lens. So all that being said, my, my career path eventually led me to Bayer where I finally have this really unique opportunity to scale sustainable agricultural solutions and drive revenue for producers who are interested in adopting these practices by having these voluntary markets that can really incentivize farmers to participate. So it's just a really exciting time. Yeah, for sure. And what is your role there at Bayer? So my role now has kind of expanded that the primary purpose of my role and my team initially started with having uh, sustainable systems agronomists. So really bringing in a technical role that can support farmers that are trying to adopt new practices onto their operations or expand those practices on their operations. So making sure that we have that expertise that really can help guide on cover crop selection, um, timing of termination, just the little nuances that can really help make a producer more successful in those initial years that they're trying out these practices. Um, And now my scope has also expanded to include helping to define the grower programs. What are we bringing to the grower uh, as they participate in carbon markets and um, trying to make sure that we can bring something that's simple, flexible, and is going to be certain for them in terms of what they can expect. Fantastic. And Today, there's a lot of talk about sustainable practices. Uh, In my opinion, 
the farmer is is the caretaker of the earth. There's no one better to take on this role. Um, so what are uh, some of the practical quantitative benefits of sustainable practices? Yeah, and that's such an important point you just made that, and I really, it's really hard for me because there's not a, a perfect term to describe what we, what we're talking about in very specific terms, Bayer supports two types of practices or three total. So we support adoption of cover crops and also transition to strip till or to no-till. So changing your tillage practices. And ultimately the, the science behind what those practices are doing on the farm is that really they're retaining soil on the farm. So preventing erosion and runoff, which ultimately, and also building soil health by building organic matter. So having that extra residue there, you're ultimately building your soil up and really contributing to the longevity of what your operation is going to look like into the future. Um, it also translates usually into better water movement. So water moving out of the soil when you want it to go away and water staying in the soil when you want it there. Um, and there's also lots of other potential benefits, including changes in weed management, um, nutrient management, management. It uh, just depends on the specific operation, what practices they're incorporating and, and how it changes their soil structure and function. Yeah, that makes sense. And for a producer who's thinking about changing their practices, what most often holds them back from pulling the trigger on it? I would say it definitely depends. Holistically, I think there's several reasons why someone might be held back. Uh, the first is the investment. So there's usually an investment cost that's related to changes in equipment, um, input changes. So for cover crops, for example, you have to invest in the seeds, obviously, and then also um, getting that seed into the ground at the right time. And I think that those initial costs can be pretty high in some cases. And so that can be hard for someone to justify that when there's not an exact uh, financial gain that's going to be on the other side that they can see in the next year, um, let's say in a yield bump, which is a lot easier to see when you're looking at a, a an input product that you're going to have a guaranteed or, or likely uh, yield benefit from the product. Uh, so I'd say that's definitely one related to it. What's the ROI on these practices, um, both in the short term and the long term is usually one of the key key issues. Um, I think another important one that we sometimes overlook is perceptions of how my field looks and what it what looks good to me and my family and what I perceive to be um, good production practices. And that that cultural belief of, of what looks good sometimes can also be a barrier for adoption. Yeah, for sure. And what about on the other end, um, a producer that has that has gone through this change, what do they say on the other side? I think some of the reasons that producers do this usually are related to the legacy that they're leaving behind. They want to really ensure that they're doing the best that they can. Like you said already, most producers are already doing these, you know, they're being as sustainable as they can because that's their livelihood. That's how they're making you know, their, their, their money to provide for their families. And so nobody's doing something that's going to be, you know, doing something unsustainable from that perspective. But I think those that have really gotten through the pain points of getting through that initial transition, where you sometimes have some rockier years there when you're first trying these practices out, are usually speaking to the benefits that they've seen in terms of soil health, resiliency of their system. So um, we see a lot of 
changes with weather resiliency when you're using um, these high residue um, systems. So there's some of that benefit that they're speaking to. And then ultimately building up that soil health, building up the soil, keeping it on the land instead of allowing it to erode off. Um, sometimes that's a gradual process that occurs and it takes many years to start seeing that soil start to build back up. Right. Yeah. And I know that you're now part of the foreground by Bayer team. So can you explain what, what it is, what it does and, uh, and, you know, even the, the technical aspects. Foreground by Bayer is Bayer's uh, farmer's first platform that's really intended to support growers that are at all stages of their regenerative agriculture journey. So what we find is that sometimes producers are just interested in learning about this space, kind of understanding what the market drivers are and, and what's happening, or they're looking for specific agronomic support. And so we wanted to ensure that there was um, a very easy access way for them to get involved and learn about it depending on if they were just starting to explore it or if they were ready to sign up for a revenue program, for example. So the platform is really intended to support growers and be a farmer's first platform. At the same time, it's also intended to be a place to connect uh, companies with farmers who are interested in participating in this market um, and starting to do some of these regenerative agricultural practices and trying to connect uh, those two two pieces of the market together. Yeah, that's great. And so it's web-based. Is there also an app? I don't believe so, but it is mm-hmm. compatible. You can get on there on your iPhone on the on oh, a browser good. and it works on the, on the iPhone and the iPad. Yeah. So why did Bayer think this was an important thing to create? So what we found is, you know, Bayer's been in the carbon offset market, ag-based offset markets for the last couple of years. And as we entered into that space, and started really working on creating agricultural-based carbon credits with with producers, we found that that offer was limiting for both the the producer and also for our customers. And I say that because, excuse me, I say that because the producers that are being incentivized as part of the carbon offset market are new adopters or recent adopters of these practices. And that really disenfranchises those that were early adopters of no-till or cover crops, for example. And at the same time, on the customer side, there's a lot of different companies that are interested in supporting practice changes on the farm. And that includes those that are within the value chain versus offset credits are being sold outside of the ag value chain. And so we really wanted to think about how we could diversify both the offers that we're selling to customers, but also the offers that we can bring to farmers to participate in this market um, to really try to find programs that are going to work for those early adopters all the way to those that are just starting these practices. And, and so now you're a year in? We year are a year into foreground yeah. by Bayer, yes. All right. Mm-hmm. So what uh, what are you most proud of or most pleased with in this year? Uh, depends on the scale you're speaking of. I would say personally mm-hmm. and for my team, what I'm most proud of is the expansion of my team growing from you know just myself when I started a couple years ago to now I have a team of seven agronomists that are located in the field. And I really feel like we're starting to be able to scale some of the support, obviously not to where we would love to be, but seven people is still a lot to to support a very specific area of adoption of sustainable practices on the farm. Um, And then I would say for foreground by Bayer, what I'm really proud of is our ability to kind of 
bring that threshold down uh, for, for entry. So reducing that barrier to entry into this space uh, to make it where it's available to all farmers who want to learn more, who want to gain access to some discounts and services and learn about these markets and where they're going so that they can be better prepared if and when they decide to not only adopt these practices from an agronomic standpoint, but also if they want to participate in the market. Amazing. So what are you most looking forward to in the the year ahead? I would say what I'm most looking forward to in the year ahead is the confluence of investment in this space and ensuring that we get as much of that to the producer as possible. So you might've heard about some big funding that's coming from the federal government in the form of climate smart commodities. We also have a lot of independent um, companies, you know, Bayer, for example, that are investing in this space. And it's just such a unique time for producers to get support and incentives to really drive adoption and hopefully uh, increase the number of acres that we have under these sustainable practices. That's great. And can you break down how farmers actually earn revenue through foreground? In foreground by Bayer, we have one of our main benefit pillars for producers is our revenue benefit. And right now that is encompassing our Bayer carbon program. So the concept behind Foreground by Bayer is that we will continue to bring forward programs underneath that revenue pillar. So today, the benefit pillar that they or the program that they could enroll in is our Bayer Carbon Program. And that's how they can earn revenue on a per practice per acre basis. And then how uh, Foreground also works with companies. So how does that work? Yeah, so Foreground by Bayer is connecting with companies by helping them understand how they can bring in farmers into what they're trying to accomplish from their own uh, commitments uh, that they've made to, let's say, science-based targets. And so as part of our carbon program, we're also helping some of those companies work towards meeting their uh, value chain reductions um, through their scope three targets. Right. And As we um, go forward, looking back a little bit, there have been a lot of supply chain disturbances, obviously, you know, wars and and, um, uncertainty, I guess, would be the best word to to describe it. But what are some of the opportunities that you think that growers should be embracing uh, 2023 and beyond? Yeah, that's a great question. I wish we could all could just look into the future and see what yeah. we can prepare for, I think, in our personal and professional lives. Um, you know, I think that the uncertainty that comes with uh, farming is always there and always has been there. There's so many variables that are out of a producer's control. And I think that embracing new uh, technologies, new inputs, new practices have always been something that a farmer brings in, right? They're always testing um, new ideas, new concepts, um, new practices. And I think this is such a great opportunity for a producer to learn about this space, like what is happening with carbon markets, with ecosystem services, with climate smart commodities. What does that mean for me and my operation? And starting to play around with how they can diversify their operation to optimize potential revenue sources that didn't exist five years ago uh, to really bring in some new revenue. But, 
you know, and also understanding where this market is going. Yeah, that makes sense. And how can an interested farmer learn more? Is it easy to sign up? Yes, I will say that's another huge difference that we made with launching Foreground by Bayer. It's very easy to sign up. That's basically our entry point into any revenue program that we're going to offer in this space. So it's BayerForeground.com. Um, it takes less than two minutes to sign up on that site. You link to your Climate Field View account. If you don't have one, you can sign up for one for free. Um, and then it'll start showing you what type of revenue opportunities there may be in your geography based on where you have fields located. Um, and there's lots of opportunity to learn more. And then if someone wanted to go a step further, they could continue on to sign up for our carbon program through that same workflow. All right, great. And I have one last question for you. Why do you personally serve the industry? What are you most passionate about? Well, I think like everyone, I have to eat. And mm -hmm. I realized that pretty early on that we rely so much on agriculture for Great so many point. aspects mm -hmm. of our lives that um, I really wanted to give back to an area that I felt I could contribute and make an impact. Um, and so, yeah, that's that's why. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Alyssa, for joining me today. Great information. Um, and uh, we'll make sure all of the links are provided in the show notes too. Wonderful. Thank you so much. And thanks to all who are watching or listening. Um, don't forget to subscribe to North American Egg Spotlight on YouTube, Rumble, or Telegram channels. And the podcast is available on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Amazon, Listen Notes, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you like the episode, I would love if you shared it and have a great day. Did you know that at NorthAmericanAg.com, we are committed to providing valuable resources for farms and agribusiness. Find your next podcast in the Best of Ag podcast library, delve into our on-demand webinar series, check out the latest in ag news, or treat yourself to a new hoodie or tea from our swag shop. Head over to our subscribe page to join our community and be the first to know about what's happening in the industry. North American Ag provides daily ag news and weekly podcasts covering ag tech, ag policy, new products, family, and faith. North American Ag gives farm families and ag professionals insight into what's happening in agriculture throughout North America. Ditch the mainstream media. Join North American Ag. Fastline Auctions, the ultimate destination for online farm equipment auctions. Looking to list equipment? Fastline Auctions knows farmers, and farmers have trusted Fastline for their equipment needs for over 45 years. With unmatched digital reach, and direct-to-farmer catalogs, they can find the right buyer for your equipment. Not to mention, they have the industry's lowest commission rates. And if you're looking for equipment to buy, you can bid with confidence. No buyer premiums, no reserves, just integrity. Fastline Auctions, your trusted platform for hassle-free, cost-effective farm equipment auctions. Visit fastline.com for more information. You can join us for a tour of the Fastline Auctions platform July 13th at 6.30 p.m., to register for this webinar, go to NorthAmericanAg.com slash Fastline hyphen webinar. That's NorthAmericanAg.com slash Fastline hyphen webinar to register now.